today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. To begin the day, in a voicemail posted to Twitter, Premier Doug Ford issued a veiled threat towards a constituent in response to a text that the man had sent to the Premier. Michael Cole is the individual's name. He posted a screenshot Thursday of a text message he allegedly sent Ford, which included polling support numbers for all political parties in Ontario. He's referencing the recent Ipsos poll, which showed that the leaderless Liberal Party would be elected if an election were held uh, the day after this poll was released. The screenshot also shows a message which read, How long did it take the provincial liberals to become this unpopular? It's almost like it's a province-wide case of buyer's remorse. Hint, we wanted liberal policy without corruption. You gave us corruption with incompetent policy. So after receiving the text, Premier Ford called Cole and left this message. Michael, you got to be very, very careful when you tell someone that they're corrupt. Very, very, very careful. Okay, my friend? I'll talk to you later. So Global News spoke to the man who received the voicemail, Michael Cole. My first reaction is don't call me my friend. <laughs> That's my very first gut reaction. My second thought is he, he seems to be itching for a fight, and I, I don't want to have anything to do with it. It's just leave me alone. Let my children get what they need. And leave my family alone. Just leave us alone. The Ford government has been criticized for cuts made to autism funding, and Cole is a father of two kids living with autism. Before the autism thing, I didn't really care about Ontario politics like most people. Whatever. I'm, I voted in the election, and that was that, and I move on with my life. And then, you know, they decided to just come after... You come after me, I don't care. I got a thick skin. You come after my children... You're opening up a can of worms. Global News reached out to uh, Ford's office for comment. One of his spokespeople saying that the premier was referring to political legal action. Hmm. Well, let's bring in our first guest. Duff Conacher is his name, co-founder of Democracy Watch, adjunct professor at the University of Ottawa, and he joins us now. Mr. Conacher, good morning. Good morning. What do you make of this situation between Ford and Mr. Cole? Well, it's not something that politicians should be doing. Um, people also should be a bit more careful. Out there amongst the public, the word corrupt has two meanings. One is you know, that you've corrupted, distorted something, made things in a bad way. But what it really does mean is that you violated the criminal code. And uh, that is saying that someone has crossed that line in the criminal code. And, of course, you really shouldn't say something like that unless you have clear evidence that it has happened or if someone's been corrupt, corrupt, uh, convicted. So Michael Coley is using the word corrupt basically in a... I'm not sure if he's calling Ford corrupt, but I think he's calling politicians in general uh, corrupt or their policy as being corrupt. So did he step over a line? Thank you. Yeah, exactly. And so... It would likely, in a libel lawsuit, if Doug Ford did go ahead with one, he would, uh, Mr. Cole would have the defense of fair comment or, you know, that the word has several meanings and he meant it in a certain way. Um, and it is a, a word thrown a lot around in legislatures. Politicians are allowed to libel and slander each other in any legislature across the country, which is really a rule that should be taken away. Um, because it allows them to 
say many dishonest things that mislead voters as well. But, uh, yeah, in a libel lawsuit, he would have that defense. He would be saying, I was talking about the policies, not about the person. But back to Ford's action, you don't follow up with that. And Mayor Jim Watson here in Ottawa got into trouble as well with threatening people who were tweeting them and he was blocking them on Twitter because he didn't like what they were saying. If you're going to be a politician out there in the public eye, saying the kinds of things that Ford says in uh, his uh, in the legislature a lot about other politicians, and sometimes outside the legislature, then if you're going to give it, you should be able to take it, and you really shouldn't be threatening voters when you have the power of the state behind you. You know, it is, it is a real threat to a voter to hear a premier tell them, "You better watch out." Uh, the Premier has been accused of having very thin skin, and this seems to be uh, a case of that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, especially um, given, as I mentioned, that he threw around that word quite a lot himself, inside and outside the legislature. And uh, people could easily have said, well, it sounded like you were talking about former Premier Kathleen Wynne personally when you were making a lot of the comments that Ford made in the past. And he would say, oh, no, I was just talking about our policies. Well, it seems to be what Mr. Cole's talking about as well, and Mr. Ford's taking it personally. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander, and he really should be, uh, again, as a premier, he's threatening the force of the government against the citizen for uh, a comment that I think any libel lawyer would say was, was fair comment to make. It's no secret that... And he's calling his home voicemail as well. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is a real threat when a premier is calling your home voicemail and saying, you better be really careful, really careful. Uh, It's no secret that uh, Doug Ford and, you know, very similar to his late brother Rob, have an open uh, phone policy. You know, they give out their cell phone numbers. Uh, Doug Ford says, hey, you know, call me anytime. People do. He calls them back. I mean, that's that's not out of the norm. Obviously, what he said during this voicemail is very concerning. Uh, Does this type of incident maybe put the kibosh on that open phone policy? Um, Well, he doesn't have to be responding that way to people who call him certainly. So I think that's really what uh, he has to put the kibosh on, is uh, responding that way. And, you know, lots of people jump on everything politicians say and don't realize how hard they work. It is a big job to be a premier or a prime minister and takes up a lot of time and they tend to get exhausted and obviously frustrated by all the little crises that can happen and public response and things like that. Politicians have to be very careful, especially when you're a premier, uh, that uh, your response doesn't amount to a threat of the power of the state against an uh, individual citizen. It's it's a very dangerous thing. Uh, and, you know, people should be aware as well that Doug Ford was found guilty of violating the ethics code when he was a Toronto City Councillor for helping clients of his family's company. And uh, so he does have a record of breaking ethics rules which, again, is part of what makes it a fair comment, I think, for Michael Cole to be raising this issue about the ethics of the Ford government. Duff Conacher is our guest. He's the co-founder of Democracy Watch, adjunct professor at the University of Ottawa, joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in for Bill today. How does this story, because this story has has a shelf life here, it's not going away anytime soon, but how, how does it play out in the public? I think people will look at it and say, wow, 
Doug Ford is bullying a citizen. And uh, Jim Watson faced the same here in, in Ottawa as the mayor when he responded very aggressively to people who were tweeting things he didn't like about uh, his record uh, as mayor. And frankly, he was just raked across the coals by the public uh, and most commentators for not realizing you're in public office. And as a result, the public's allowed to comment on what they think of your record. And again, using the word corrupt, you have to be careful with that because it does have these connotations of violating the criminal code. But it is does have another meaning, which is people think that you are corrupt in another way. You're distorting things in a in, in public policy in a way that that is corrupt overall. Corrupts the public interest, uh, is favoring private interests, and and <clears throat> Doug Ford's vulnerable in those kind of accusations again because look, he he tried to uh, through a, a process that the integrity commissioner said was very flawed and and had lots of problems install an old friend of his as the OPP commissioner. And he's appointed other, uh, his chief of, uh, former uh, chief staff person to the Ontario Energy Board and other people who were on the uh, Conservatives campaign team. He has appointed to well-paying top government jobs. And he tried to hand another job to uh, the same guy, Ron Tabner, that he tried to install as an OPP commissioner through... Uh, process of his uh, staff intervening in, in the uh, whole hiring and appointment process. And they also tried to hand him a job at the Ontario Cannabis Store. And Ford was involved in that decision. So it's, uh, he is vulnerable to those kind of accusations. I think they are fair comment. And he certainly shouldn't be reacting the way he reacted, of essentially threatening a, a citizen. This story also essentially came out the same day where an Ipsos poll shows the Ontario Liberals would win the provincial election if it were held the next day, which would have been Friday, by a couple of points over the PCs. Is is the Premier rattled at all by these incidents or these polls or these you know situations, the criticism? I will not try to uh, delve into the mind of Doug Ford. <laughs> it's probably a safe place. to figure out what his state of mind is. Um but obviously, the uh, his personal popularity rating has dropped greatly, and the support for the conservatives have dropped greatly. They had a very thin platform. It had very general, you know, only five or six big points, and uh, claiming it was going to be for the people. And it turns out he's governing mostly for his people. So if you're uh, in his group of people he wants to protect, then you're you're probably happy. But that's a very small and smaller percentage of Ontarians as the Conservatives roll out a bunch of policies, which they do not have a mandate for, given that they never mentioned a whole bunch of these changes during the election. They just There's just no way that they could claim that voters gave them a mandate to do a lot of the things that they're doing. So it's not surprising at all to see people react to it and say, this is not what I voted for, even if they did vote for the Conservatives, let alone those who voted against Duff, uh, had a fun uh, conversation. Thanks for the time and enjoy the rest of the day. You too. Thanks very much.
Duff Conacher, co-founder of Democracy Watch, adjunct professor at the University of Ottawa. The NDP, in a statement, said, quote, For a guy who constantly accuses everyone who disagrees with him of corruption, Mr. Ford seems to have a pretty thin skin. It goes on to say if he doesn't like what people are saying about him, maybe he should consider reversing his cruel cuts instead of calling folks in the middle of the night to complain about his polling numbers, leaving them feeling threatened. That's a good point. You know, the premier can call people back. But as Duff said, you know, it's how he says things and what he says, most importantly, uh, that, uh, you know, he should be uh, taking a second glance at. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.